hello. Welcome to Kent and the Steering Team. I'm Emmanuel. This is Drew and Phil. Uh, Kent can't join us today again because uh, he missed his flight back from Bali. So, um, I mean, he was getting an extra box of Krispy Kremes, I think. Just missed his flight. Ooh, but um, he'll be back probably next time. Maybe not. You know, who knows with this guy. Um, He's a bit of, the, yeah, bit of well, a, a dark horse, so to speak. Quite the enigma. Yeah. Oh, well, hopefully he shows himself sometime soon. Mm. Um, Well, this is episode four. um, Yeah. I guess uh, Drew and Phil uh, watched a a really good movie today, I think. Uh, Is there anything that, you know, you wouldn't put in your review? Um, I know you guys have a review coming up, which you guys should check out, actually, um, on the the (laughs) YouTube channel. The 35th Mill? The the 35th Mill, yeah. I'm really uh, bad with names and with everything. I'm sorry, guys. Who who are Um, you again? Check it out. (laughs) Um, uh, I think... uh, I've already forgotten, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm bad at names, but check out the review. It's usually uh, fairly informative. Uh, But yeah, yeah, um, sounds like you guys had some hijinks and fun watching the film. Yeah, look, we'll, we'll break it down very quickly. We went and saw Battle of the Sexes this evening uh from the directors of little miss sunshine starring emma stone and steve carell based on a true story about the tennis match between billy jean king and bobby riggs back in the 70s and it's i have a question yeah you haven't i might have an answer yeah <laughs> that's not the same i mean obviously like it's obviously it's not the same billy jean from the michael jackson song right I don't even know how to respond to this. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a pretty funny story. Though. But I did think of I did think of MJ throughout the film. <laughs> yeah, I could have wanted to ask it, but I couldn't because it was embarrassing. Every time they Imagine said her like name, squeezing that in as like a plot point. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. It was such a killer soundtrack, and they still didn't put MJ in there. I feel like that was a missed opportunity. Why didn't they put that? Yeah, why? Uh, okay, never ne- mind. So I'm guessing it yeah, wasn't. Actually, yeah. I haven't actually watched a movie with you guys recently. I probably should catch one of these sessions. Yeah, it sounds like I missed wild. a good one, actually, Phil. Yeah. You sound really excited about it. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to give away what I'm going to give it here. I'm not going to reveal my answer here, because it yeah. should probably go up before the review does. Yep. Um, well, it will, because we technically haven't filmed the review at the time of recording this. Uh, but yes, it, it will be a... A good one, a good review. It'll get a. No, I'm not going to say anything else. It's, it was a good. It was a good, good film. Awesome film. Loved it. Um, I didn't do much research into it. I thought it looked like a crap. I got a. I got a best in show kind of vibe, but a crappy version of it. Vibe going into it, and then when I watched it, yeah. No, I, I'm. It, it rocked my cotton socks. Is what I'll say. Yeah, sounds good. Any yeah. parts that sort of stuck out to you as like a meaningful um, thing? Lesbian intercourse? No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> oh, don't get us excited. Wait, done. No, 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 no. Seriously, um, yeah, there were a couple of powerful moments. I don't want to give away what they were. I'll leave it for the, the review for me to try and somehow explain it without giving it away. But it, but a couple of emotions that were portrayed incredibly well on film, not through dialogue, but just through but through lack of dialogue, I thought was fantastic. So yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to review it and and probably see it again because it was a real winner i couldn't believe how awesome it was i don't want to say too much i'm going to say the rest of the review but it was awesome and um yeah really good drew really good was it good it was pretty damn good 
I'm actually just making notes and sending them to you right now for the review tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering why I was wondering, run, uh, bleh, 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 bleh. I was wondering why my wrist was buzzing because of my Apple Watch. Apple, you can send me some merchandise. This is the third week I've mentioned Apple products. Can you please send me something for goodness sake? Come on, or at Apple. At least get me on the pre-order list. In and bought those, didn't you? Come on, Apple. We're thinking oh. different here. Yes. Oh, Phil, did you tell Drew. this story when um, you just walked in and just got one? Just fell yes. into an Apple store. Yeah, I, I did. <laughs> After I did. the discussion we had on episode two. That's right. I know. No, but you know what's even worse, um, Emmanuel? So we, we did discuss this last week, the fact that I was so stupid that I went and bought one. But not only that, though, I bought it the very next day after recording the podcast. I stayed up till that day editing it. I got it up online the morning of that day. Then that afternoon, I went and bought one. What the hell is wrong with me? Yeah, like, so come did on. Drew, actually, the next day, right? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, I went and bought one the next morning. <laughs> no, for goodness sake. But yeah, well. Apple, hmm. can you please get me the iPhone X? Come on, or at least like fifty bucks off. At least, come on, just something, please. That come wouldn't on. be too bad, actually. Fifty bucks off. Tim Cook, be a good start. Cookie, Timmy, Timothy, Timmers, uh, fifty bucks off. <laughs> Big Timothy. Maybe next time, guys. Maybe. Well, anyway, hmm. onto our topics of today. What do we got going? Well, I just wanted to talk about. Um, I really have a bee in my bonnet about currency. Let's hear it. Um, well, Do you I mean think Coca-Cola people, as currency? Well, that is the famous uh, aspiring currency, obviously, at this point. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, you've got cryptocurrencies, you've got liquid soda currencies. Um, <laughs> but no, it's like, it's more of the, the idea that people can't shake that I feel um, I keep seeing. There's actually a really good podcast, uh, not podcast, um, Documentary yeah, called, called, called Zeitgeist. Team. Yeah. Oop, what's that? There's a good podcast, Kent and the Steering Team. Oh, yeah, oh that is a pretty good podcast too. Mm-hmm. Which talks oh, yeah. about important things such as currency. <laughs> uh, sometimes. <laughs> um, well, let's keep hearing about it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this um this documentary called Zeitgeist is the first thing that really sort of opened my eyes to this. Um, it seems like we're set up in a world where currency basically unlocks everything, right? So, mm. like, if you have money, you can basically go in the world and do anything you want. If you don't have money, you can't do that. So, basically putting all of society's sort of everything in a very few hands, if you know what I mean. Um, that's and that usually... Oh, gone. No, no, I was, I was just going to say, but that's like, that's like when you discussed on the uh, first podcast, first or second podcast, the idea of... Mm of the fact that why do we not have no currency why why do we have to have a currency at all um yeah i don't feel like i really explained it properly like i kind of try to get it out but it's it's the point of getting it concentrated getting power concentrated in a few hands those hands i mean humans die every hundred years right so Hmm. like in a career like what you have like 40 years with a specific person and then the other person's completely different so I see time and again these situations where like maybe a company would have been run well by like their father but then their son comes in and just fucks everything up and they have no idea what they're doing 
but not even then but after the person fucks it up it usually stays fucked up because the system rewards that kind of behavior if you know what i mean like wall street all these sort of high risk um behaviors that investors take um um take the uh, well they act like um it means that a person with their savings in their bank can basically lose all of it because some investor decided to you know go for the extra yeah. i mean it's basically gambling with people's money when you think about it investment banking well that's like that's like casino royale the james bond film casino royale the, i mean the guy used someone else's money that he was entrusted to look after to bet on something and the bet failed they got him killed like he, yeah, exactly. used, and he used someone else's money yeah and usually it's not like some rich guy it's like a family with mm. with no savings at that point um but the thing is those bankers don't lose all their money if that investment fails do you know what i mean like they yeah they only get the bonuses when they win so they always do it but you know what about the other times that they lose kind of thing but anyway, investment banking is not part of it it's like one of the slimiest stories actually I've ever heard is this guy called John D. Rockefeller, actually. Um, and, and we're going to get into money and, and uh, Federal Reserve Banking later on. But uh, this mm. Rockefeller guy is really um, interesting because like, he was literally the son of a snake oil salesman. No what it would like. Like, if you look at the... Um, Wait, what, dad, what? Snake, snake oil? literal snake yeah. oil yeah so this his dad used used to go to from place to place with like oil in like a glass bottle saying hey this will cure your whatever diseases they had back then you know like they had polio um, hey. yeah something like that it'll, it'll cure your ails or something and then you know it has nothing literally but you know snake oil or something whatever the initial thing they put in there probably not, not that expensive but the point is the person was selling basically committing fraud uh towards people saying this will cure you but it's literal just nothing and that guy's son was john d rockefeller who struck oil right so this mm. is a guy who became rich who didn't have a very good upbringing so it's not really a surprise that everything he did after that was pretty fucked mm. um so he started standard oil and then he literally got into every industry there is mm. like he put money in, you know, pharmaceuticals. He put it in, um, obviously, gasoline, obviously, because he has a big oil industry. But basically, like, plastics, everything that you can make out of oil, he got into that industry and basically fucked it up. Jesus. Um, for example, um, in medicine, what he used to do was he, he'd go to a medical institution and, like, a university or, like, a research place and say, do you guys want, like, I don't know, $500 million or something, whatever the equivalent was back then. And they would say, yes, of course, because they want money. And they'll say, oh, well, we just need someone in there to look after our money. So we'll, we'll have to have one of our representatives in there. Fair enough, right? Yeah. Problem is that representative was there to advance the interest of Standard Oil, not the interest of whatever the institution was researching, if, that, if you know what I mean. Mm. So that guy was there to say, hey, don't put that money into, you know, curing this disease using natural means. Put it into patenting something that we can only make with our oil, if that makes sense. That's so we went from 
normal medicine to like this pharmaceutical pill selling based stuff basically because of what this guy did like he was a huge figurehead in what in all that stuff he helped shape and, the world um, which is why yeah, he, he gets a world. big spot in New York named after him yeah but then you have to look at <laughs> is the, it that Rockefeller um, yeah yeah, yeah, it is that Rockefeller. Exactly like, the same rich, one. Rich guy. Did you go there when you went over there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then you had David his Rock. son, David Rockefeller, as well. But yeah. it, his son continued in the footsteps of his father, let's put it. Oh, completely. Um, They're very interesting he, family to read up on. Yeah. Uh, that basically, people with money who are hell-bent on being criminals have free reign in the system they don't have any checks or balances of importance because look in america right if you're in a company in a corporation right now there is no limit to the amount of campaign contributions you can give right Mm. which Mm. means if you want to do something all you have to do is go to a politician and give them money and they'll do it or they won't get elected next year yeah you look at the nra for example same sort of thing Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I guess that was my point. I don't know. I think this whole money system is designed... It's not designed. It's It has this big blind spot for these kind of guys. All right. The thing is, we don't even have to do it, though. I don't know why we, we're sticking on this currency issue, because okay, so, so if we didn't use currency... What, what's the yeah. solution, then? Well... A lot of people have come up with different solutions. It's not just this um, this Ubuntu thing that I talked about the first episode or second episode. Yeah. It was um. There's a there's also a um. In the, in the documentary Zeitgeist Addendum, there's this plan for. Uh, this contribution. I forgot what they call it. It's a contributory society, right? So you contribute to whatever you're trying to build. If you want to do something, you join a group. That group is specialized in making it, and that's it. There's no money involved. It's just you're part of a project, part of a team. And you just do whatever it is you're going to do. Think about it. What do you want to do? Like, if you want to create a road, you create a task force, a team. They design. Then you have another team which does the constructing. They all go home. They all eat food. They sleep. That's it. No weird system I still but it's hard to get to something like that yeah I, I still argue that someone will come along with the concept of well I deserve more or that person well, deserves less well, the thing is this the system isn't designed at all for that kind of person so say a David Rockefeller or a John D Rockefeller came around and they'll say hey we'll take this institution that's creating medicine and we'll try and create artificial drugs which are worse than the natural alternative will tell them to fuck off right that task force only has efficiency in mind they only want to do their job as best as they can but there's too much greed the guy's coming in for a more profitable solution that's worse they won't be accepted but there's too much greed in the world for that to to happen though for the foreseeable future yeah People have already got the taste for money and the taste for greed and, and wealth and... No yeah, one everyone likes being greedy. Greed isn't like, I have a taste for greed now, I have to be greedy. It's like a it's not, but like a mania. It's like someone's 
doesn't have enough, so they're sort of... It's been embedded. It's not a natural state of being. But it's been embedded in our brains from the beginning. A- again, Adam and Eve taking the fruit. I want what they have. Literally, from the very beginning, that concept has been embedded. Yeah, in, I mean, and, and I agree with you that we need to I rise above that. Cool. We need to rise above that and get to this euphoric state that you uh, that you aspire for us to be in and and i totally love the concept behind it it's just very hard to see it happening in our lifetimes um i'm actually yet to see an instance where greed is a factor in the system like if you don't have a system where people can Wait, have it, more than the other gone no but do you mean in a system like that or do you mean in, in today's system because I think it's impossible. No, in a system like this. In a system yeah, think, like this, because... Um, I think it's impossible to get to a system like that, though, based off of what there is today. I don't think today's system allows that transition to happen. Um, if you forget about that for a moment, because, like, all big revolutionary change is often seen as impossible until it happens. Like, but even the ones who are doing the French Revolution... Pre- gone? But greed seems to be the only thing that that carries on. So even in any sort of revolution, there's always someone that goes, yeah, well, I did a little bit more than you, so I should have that, and then you can have that worse one. I should have the better one. Money money allows them to do that, because money says, now I can have more of this than you because I have X amount of cash. Whereas in this system where anyone... think Think of like a convenience store where you can walk in and take anything that you want, basically. Hell yeah, that's heaven. With reason, by the way. Like, this system isn't... (laughs) But it's not like, you know, grabbing the new one. It's more like, uh, I know you meant failure. (laughs) It's pretty funny. Um, I've gotten tempted a couple of times. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. what about about the person that one day goes, you know what, I'm craving five servings of cookies, and I'm going to go and take five bags of them from the store today as opposed to the usual one that I get. Um, so it's, it's more of a resource based thing, right? So when you go and do something, you always have in the back of your mind, how hard it was to make it. Say, for example, you had a team of a hundred people and they made like three things that we needed to power an entire city. So you can't then go to a store and get an unlimited amount of those because you can't get them. It's just not possible. People, people can understand that concept, but if you can make something a lot of like if you can make you can 3d print fidget spinners right you can say hey like go and get as many fidget spinners as you want who gives a fuck it makes we don't it doesn't matter but what if that's not what they want this person wants cookies no no i'm not saying those two specific things i mean i'm saying like you have categories of things where we can make certain quantities of so this system would be saying if you want you know a hundred cars you have to have a reason for it. Like, if you have them in your front yard, it's not bit like a like a system where you you get whatever you want and display it. It's more of, do you need it? Yes, go get it. But human beings don't operate on that level. But if you don't need something, where would you have it? But there's always the desire for the want to yeah. need. No, 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 no. That's you can have exactly. desire for something and you can still get it. Desire is a good enough reason. But you can't desire to have a hundred cars because that's there's no possible I'm, motive I can for you to need that. I can run off about a hundred cars that I really want. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm going to use this as justification for owning two different box sets of the Harry Potter films. And also... There's also a, like a, a real definition of, of ownership that you can make. Where ownership is something that you can that you have and you use regularly. And actually there's another part, but those two parts are important. If you don't use it regularly, then you don't need it. Someone else can use it kind of thing. Uh, I'm sitting here next to a, a wall... A, sh- a couple of shelves full of model 118 scale cars that serve no other purpose other than I had them on a poster when I was a child so I wanted to see them and I knew that they produced them in a 3D model version that's why I have them and I look at them and I'm seeing it myself they serve no purpose other than for me to turn my head every five minutes or so and look over at them but I have them and I want them and I'll continue to buy them when I see them so Phil, moldable cars, you can have a lot of. Like those, uh, we can make heaps of those. Your TV, you can also have heaps of those. Houses, maybe you can have one or two of those, if you know what I mean. Like you can't have like 900 story buildings. Like it's, this system is good. It's good to to a point. But I think that point people will understand. Like it's a natural place when people live anyway. Like, um... I'm trying to think of another example. I feel like there's actually, always no, no, no. The, going to be a level of the greed original and desire question here. was what what would people be greedy of though? That w- say you like a car example. Like I want two or three cars or something, it's, right? But it's not about the item, it's about greed and desire for the status. It's it's never about the particular item because y- you can create that that desire out of any item you can even do it out of supply and demand let's say there's only a certain supply of cookies because cookies is my thing right now let's say there's a certain supply of cookies and everyone's allotted one but somehow someone got two everyone goes oh that person got two bags that level of status i think society can do without I d- oh, there's, status, there's no question I, I about the status that says we, that hey I have more yeah. than you therefore I'm better yeah it'll actually force people to use different metrics for status which I think is better like oh, there's, if you have someone no who thinks status that. is based on achievement status is based yeah. on possessions you know, looking after yeah. your kids status is lo- is based on creating something live. beautiful like those things are good like you can have the best painter the best artist the best cook yeah the best like those are really good things to have status for having more cars than the other is yeah, the so artificial who would even want to have that you know like it's so pointless People, like i would I get rid of that from society but there's always going to be a portion of that mentality around it, that's not something that's going to be eradicated and but i think that mentality is bred by the system it's not uh, con- like it's not something that the system is coping with this whole consumerist thing isn't that what all companies try to do like in all advertising they tell you buy more buy more buy more it, it, so it, that they can make exists, more money but it, it exists for that reason because it exists anyway so people are using that as a tool to be like oh i know how to get their attention i know how to draw them in i know what they're going to want let's feed off the desire that exists in people yeah to push more that's do you know that's what, what it I do. seems to me, it seems the other way around because, like, this stuff, the stuff that I don't want that other people want that I then see on advertising. Like, I heard of fidget spinners after they were popular, right? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. oh, fidget spinners are pretty cool. So I, I got them after this whole 
consumerist thing got to me and told me to get one, if you know what I but, mean. But is that because you missed the full force of it, or is that because you just went... Is that because you consciously went, no, this is ridiculous, and you thought about it? I think you're giving, I think you're giving society too much credit here. I think you're making them... No, no, I'm giving companies, I'm giving advertisers, I'm giving these market researchers the credit that they deserve because, like, their sole purpose is to make people buy more stuff and the companies that do more advertising make more money for sure. So, obviously, they're, they're, they're coaxing, they're, they're moving people's eyes to buying the products and that leads to this, oh, I need this, now I need that, oh, he got Beats, he has these new shoes or whatever people have. He has an a, a iPhone, Apple Watch, or whatever. <coughs> like, yeah. I'm not even saying that these things are bad. I'm just saying that when you want a lot of things to buy, it's no surprise that people value themselves based on how much stuff they, they have. But, um, I think that's created by the system. I don't think it's something that people have from birth. I do. I, I think it is. I think we're going to keep going in circles about this for a long time because it's not. We're not disagreeing with your idea by any means. We 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 absolutely love this idea. What we don't see happening is is this change happening in our lifetimes, and and it's sad because it would be but incredible. To be honest, that level of judgment, I think we can also do with that because it's. No doubt, but it doesn't Sort of exist. saying that it can't happen without having any information about the structure of this system. Because this system is collapsing. The system, no one knows how to save it, actually, if you if you look in depth. Like, all countries are going into debt. Like, it's, it's out of control. Um, there's certain cases where the GDP of entire countries can't cover the interest on the loan that they owe. I mean, what do you call that? That's perpetual, that's bankruptcy, actually. Yeah. Um, so eventually we're going to need a new system once our environment is you know fucked up and we are basically left with no other idea. choice everyone, everyone will think that they have the best idea so they deserve credit for coming up with a better idea so therefore they deserve a little bit more because they came up with ideas so they should get a bit more recognition than someone else so and so and so on like I, I, I don't know I'd I, Recognition, I'm, I'm fine with, like, a system where people no, recognition have their pride from recognition, that's good. It would be need to be met with reward, though, because it just will. But reward, that is its own reward. Imagine mm-hmm. being the best X at Y. People do that all the time, like Lewis Hamilton... Uh, hey, 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 let's... No, 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 no. Don't, 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 don't are you bring telling him into me this, okay? That if Formula One didn't have... Are you, are you making... I thought you were making the money point that um, those Hamilton's no. chasing money. That's what people always say. But it, sports stars, I don't think they chase money. They chase the... Well... Because they actually usually get paid similarly when you look no, at them. But no, there's more greed in it than, than just that, though. He doesn't need the amount of money. To, to be on a $300 million contract for three years... Are you shitting me? You don't need that. Like, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, All you need is the best car and you should get a dollar for driving the best car. You have the best car. Yeah, actually, what the- think about this system, right? It's taken car driving and t- turned into $300 million a year. Mm. It's too much. It's because like, someone, wants, about someone it, it's, wants his it's an- talent and he's only willing to part with his talent or give them his talent no, if not they even pay that. him X amount. From a system point of view... Like, this $300 million is going to this one man when people are 
starving in the streets sort of thing. Like, I'm not saying it's anyone's fault. I'm just saying if you're looking at how this system works, it leads to these kind of weird things that you go, hang on, like, why the hell is that normal? Like, mm. that this guy is getting so much for driving a car. Admittedly, a very tough skill. Well, I mean, to give to some of it to some other people, you know? Well, to quote Lewis Hamilton on this uh, topic, uh, on, on the subject, and his dumb shit mentality, hashtag blessed. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's what he says. He says that all the time, because hashtag blessed. So that makes it okay. Well, Everything's okay, because he says that. Well, good on him. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. To each their own. He's an idiot. Uh, quickly. Yes. Go on. I, I, don't, I don't know if you guys, if we're moving topic, changing topic, or what, or whatever. I just really, really, really quickly wanted to touch on something that uh, I mentioned on last week's podcast, which was these two books that I had, a yellow one and a green one, that had kangaroos uh, and koalas in them. That's and right. Had a had a page in it called McDuck. Yeah. Um, no, I, I haven't found the books yet. I can't get access to the room that the books are in. Uh, there's what? a foreigner in there. I can't get access to it. There's oh. a foreigner in there. There's students in there. Oh, anyway, man. Um, I had a message from my sister who said that she, it was on the Facebook page. See, audience interaction. Where the hell are you, rest of the audience? Yeah. Um, the books are unknown to her, so not the best news. And then I asked <laughs> my mother. I asked my mother, uh, and she said that through listening it, she, she knew exactly what I was talking about on the topic. And I said, okay, cool. What about the books? And she said, um, I know there's Scrooge McDuck. And then I said, that's not what I was talking about at all. That's so she has no tales. idea what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> but anyway, if anyone has any idea about these books, these yellow and green framed A4, A5 sized books, um, Australian based books, please let me know because I want to find these goddamn bloody books. But you say you have them in your house. Yeah, I don't know if they're in my house still. I can't get access to look in there. What about when the guest is not in the room? That's what I'm planning on doing, sneaking into there tomorrow. Yes, 100%. Mum and Dad, if you're listening to this, I swear to God, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do it. We can just edit that part out. <laughs> no, no, we can stay. Okay. I mean, I have some childhood books I really like. Do you guys ever read The Hardy Boys? Yes, I've still got some on my shelf right here. I'm looking at them right now. Yeah, such good books. The Caribbean I would give anything actually to have my originals back. Add two of them in Kenya. Oh, man. Um, Okay, hang on. Just quickly, Kenya. Yes, Phil. You say Kenya. Are you sure you're not from England? Uh, Yeah, I mean, the debate has been had. I don't know why. The the debate is ongoing. For sure. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm from Kenya. It's finished. (laughs) I don't believe you. I don't think you are. This is like saying Barack Obama was born in the US. Come on. Come on. Uh, he clearly was Drew. But was I think he? You will, but, uh, but was he? You will find. Was, was he? Are we sure those documents weren't forged? Now there's a conspiracy ask theory. His CIA mother. Now that's a conspiracy theory. It's, 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 <laughs> Wait, his CIA brother. No, Mum. Uh, apparently. Oh, that's what that. Alex Jones said, but who cares? Literally just feeding my theory here. But that's okay. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think you were born in... I don't think you're from Kenya. I think you're born, like... Yeah. England somewhere. Mm. Well, I have no idea why you think that, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? 
can anyone listen, listening to this please tell me that I'm not crazy here? He doesn't sound like he's African. Doesn't sound like his name would be Yagalumbe running around like <laughs> jumping It is high. close to that, though. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't know. Even, People even say that. Emmanuel. It's a very old English name. Yeah. But you'd come but, on, you yeah. clearly it's sound sure English, free. yeah. It's like Smith or something, right? <laughs> but yeah, what do you guys think? I don't. Anyone who should who wants to think about this, watch the documentary Zeitgeist, and I don't know. It really opened my eyes about this kind of currency type stuff. Well, um, it's definitely interesting, <laughs> and wouldn't it be cool to see that change happen? Yeah, oh man, I, I think it'd be amazing. <laughs> What did you no, say, I'm, Phil? I said I hope to profit from it. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding though. I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding though. It's like that movie, um, The Big Short. How, like honestly, if you can think of a way to profit from the system, like tell me. I deserve it. Yeah, because like, yeah. who would give you stuff that they can get for free? If you know what I mean. Smart. Or who would take stuff from you? Who they, what they can get for free, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's like the movie, The Big Short. You know, with Steve Carell, you profit from movie, people's like demise. Yet to see it, but I've got it ready to go on my hard drive. Legally obtained copy. Yeah. yeah it's really good. <laughs> yep. It's yep. got, uh, what's it. that guy um, from American Psycho? That guy. Psycho. It's got him. Psycho. Christian Bale. <laughs> yeah. Damn, yeah. I'm really bad with names. Yeah. Christian Bale. Yeah. Who else is in it? It's got really good people, actually. Brad Pitt. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, he's in it for a short while. Yeah. I haven't How even come... seen it either. <laughs> How come? Why did, why did Brad Pitt's parents name his brother Doug? Doug Pitt. Okay. Like that's a bit slack, isn't it? I thought oh, his I, I thought his brother's name was Michael. Or are you trying to make it's a Doug. pun? Um, no, his brother. Was... Don't you remember the Virgin ads where they had Doug Pitt on it? Wasn't that just? They genuinely flew Brad Pitt's brother out here to do commercials for I think Virgin Australia or something, like, or Virgin something, Virgin Mobile maybe, and his name was Doug. His name's Doug Pitt. Oh uh, yeah, like what? Douglas Pitt. Yeah. Like that's so unfair, Doug Pitt. <laughs> I'm looking at. Yeah, I mean, uh, when on, you think about it, though, Google, in terms of bad names... On Google, it's it's, there's a dopey photo of him, and underneath it just says Doug Pitt. <laughs> yeah. So funny. It should say Doug Pitt, and then, then under Brad, it should say Banged Chick. Yeah, sure. Because Angelina Jolie is a female. Yeah. That's I'm really sorry, accurate. guys. What, what, what's that? Um, Angelina Jolie is what? Is a lady or something? Apparently, Phil. Oh, I call BS on that. No, because because on what? What do you call BS on? On Angelina Jolie being a woman. Okay. Um. Well, pretty much because it's Doug Pitt, you can be like Doug Pitt, and then Brad can be like banged chick. Thank you. Someone laughed. I reckon no one listening to this laughed. They just went, "Oh, for Christ's sake! Why do I listen to this crap?" You're 35 minutes into this rubbish and you get you get dealt that. I've heard enough I'm of you. I'm really sorry. I've heard enough of your jokes for the evening because I got to hear them all again before the movie. <laughs> mm. 
Hmm. Emmanuel, do you anyway, guys, this um, joke? Uh, oh. Drew, I remember something you told me earlier about the um, ATM, <laughs> ATM fees Shut sort down. of thing. The atom fees. Atom, uh, atom fees. Automated telemachine fees. Um, <laughs> they, uh, that, yeah, so no, no. it's... Okay, so it's probably a little bit old news now, but it's still rel- relative and interesting. Anyway, um, so the big four banks were planning to remove ATM fees so that you could rock up to any bank... And you wouldn't get me slugged with the fee because you weren't with that bank. Anyway, yeah. surprise, surprise, Commonwealth Bank went and removed the fees and made the announcement on the day of it without letting anyone know, not even the other big three banks. So it's it's awesome for you know for anyone that's not with ComBank. They can now rock up to any one of them. But the other three banks were left scrambling... All of a sudden, within within the same day, the other three banks all made the announcement, oh, yeah, we're, we're doing it too, we're doing it too, just, you're going to have to wait a little while. So... Yeah, that's it, um, it's really brilliant, by the way. Like, uh, for these banks to do that, they're, they're giving away so much of their revenues to do it, so, I mean... Oh, it's... it's um, the, anything that gives back is really good to me, I think. Yeah, well, th- well, then they've suckered you in. <laughs> it's, it's their... It's their way of making it seem like a goodwill gesture when really they're doing it very much to try and bring you in. Oh, look at us. We know we're a bank, but we're also the good guys. Come and join us. Come in and yeah. see them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you might be right, actually, Drew. I don't know. Pay cash for stuff. These banks, I don't know. I, they I never know, have people's... I know I sound really cynical with this. Hard. Yeah, I always thought... But I, no doubt there's going to be a fee somewhere, somewhere else. Oh, yeah. They'll, they'll make it up somewhere. They're the bank. Banks, even. But Wait, which bank? The Commonwealth uh, Bank. The only bank. I'm, I am not <laughs> plugging the Commonwealth Bank. I'm just saying I have never had a bad experience with them. Yeah. I'm well, I'm, in, too, I'm so. with the bank in the east. Uh, sorry, in the west. Oh. How did I get that wrong? For Christ's oh, sake. This, oh. Oh. You just well, packed um, it right in there, didn't you? Alright, it sounds like it's time for Sig Kent of the Week, Phil. Uh, Who is Sig Kent for this afternoon? Is it it time for Sig Kent? I think so. Is it? I feel it. I feel it in the the air. Phil, I I think you better... Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. That's early. It is 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 early, but we'll round out a couple of other things before the end of the show. Okay, sure. Hey, I'm flying here, like, solo for the first time, guys. Alright. Oh, Vuvuzela. Let's go. Very nice. Yeah, it was a Vuvuzela. Uh, let's go with Sick Kent of the Week for this week. Um, and it is none other than our very own Emmanuel. Congratulations Woo! to our Sick Kent of the Week. Yeah. Now, this is a surprise. Thank you, fellas. <laughs> oh, my word. You get to join what? the Sick Kent of the Week Hall of Fame. Yes, you do. Congratulations to didn't there. do anything, though. You better explain No, but it. you're here. You weren't here last week, and this week you're here, and that is an achievement in itself. So oh. there you are. Ladies and that gentlemen, it's a low bar for this weekend, but I will take it. Um, thank you. I'd like to thank the Academy. I'd like to thank these two people. See, see people our listeners, say. our listeners don't the understand. the live recipient, like the person here. The struggle we went through to get you on air. <laughs> all all oh, the phone calls. That reminds me. I'll tell you a little story. That reminds me of a uh, Drew. Although you haven't seen Lost yet, it's okay. It's not a dead giveaway. Okay. 
Um, and listeners, if you haven't seen it, that's okay. So on Lost, uh, as Lost was nearing its final season, or final couple episodes, um, there the just was a gathering of some, like, you know, previous members from the show. Uh, and someone said when one of them rocked up, Ah, you made it. See, and that was in reference to the fact that it took the producers so much effort to get this one person to appear on the show. So yeah, they just threw in that little uh, little line. It's a bit like uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. The little line, oh, I've been holding on to this for eight years. Uh, if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Sure, it's you encouraging know, that. Yeah. Um, thank you. So we're encouraging uh, the fact that you're here. Oh, thank Hashtag you, one um, in a row. I feel a very <laughs> valued Hashtag member of blessed. this podcast. <laughs> Hashtag blessed. Hmm. Emmanuel, oh. we're very glad you, that you're here. We, we love that you're yeah, here. Yeah, I'm actually very glad to be back. We, we Last week you. was, uh, you know what? I think people hate Drew and myself so much for the fact that it was just the two of us. I think they yep. genuinely despise us personally. No, so. I don't think so, guys. <laughs> I wouldn't. I, I listened to the first half of that and I fell asleep, but it was good. Why do um, we put everyone to sleep? No, it's because I don't like, you know, listening to... Boring? No, this they, stuff while I'm they meditating. Need, they need to bottle <laughs> us up into a pill and give it to people who can't sleep at night. Me? No, I've been, like, uh, doing a lot of meditating the past few weeks. But anyway, I'll talk about the wonders of meditation perhaps another week. Um, Say that's kind later. of addictive. Don't get into it, guys. You might get too into it. Oh my god, I had the maddest meditation the other... No, I'm joking, I'm just pretending <laughs> like it's drugs. Um, um, yeah, continue. We have oh, well. another 20 minutes to go. Fire away. Yeah, yeah I think that's that's good for this episode, guys. Oh, that's um, all you're going to give us? Okay, fine. Um, I think I have one more topic. Oh, let's hear it. Oh, go on, Phil. You should have told me about this before we started. No, no, that's okay, that's okay. Uh, I literally just thought of it right then. Let's hear it. Yeah, go on. And that is... On air, I'm going to eat, just going to get this to happen, I'm going to eat on air, live for you listeners, a handful of M&M's. Oh, well, I just dropped half of them. Jesus. Okay. Okay. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> Phil, you're making me hungry, actually, with that. I can hear that. the sloshing. <laughs> Ta-da! To be honest, right, what podcast can claim... Well, it's unique, I can't, if not anything else. I can't really say that I did it either. I just dropped them all over the bloody table. And on, on the floor. It's good. Actually, like 40 minutes, guys. It's a good sweet spot for it. It's not What's bad. your right sort of length? You know what? Right here's where we get a little bit of audience interaction. Uh, there you go. Tell us, listeners. Uh, dearest listeners and uh, friends of the show. All three uh, of you. What do you reckon is... The ideal length of the show. Don't forget to leave us a comment on the Facebook page at Kent and the Steering Team. Or even contact Drew, Emmanuel or myself on our personal Facebook pages if you're one of our friends. If not, who the hell are you? But thanks for coming on the ride. Yeah, please contact me on Facebook. Uh, yeah, Where he, be where he will never check it. <laughs> yeah, it's true actually. Or call him, he'll never check that either. <laughs> I did take your calls, both of them. Yeah, you took two of my calls. I told you he checks them, he just doesn't answer them. I told you that this evening. 
Yeah, hey, I actually said that in episode thing. one as well, so... Um, that's true. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's what the plan is. Again, don't forget, go on our Facebook page, tell us what you think of the podcast. That's the Kent and the steering team. No the at the start, just Kent and the steering team. Uh, comment on it. Tell us what you want us to discuss. If you think of something exciting or interesting, be sure to leave a comment there. We would love to hear it, love to discuss it. We can give you a shout-out. Who was I meant to give a shout-out to? I was meant to give someone a shout-out. My cousin, uh, his name is Andrew. He's a legend. He can get a shout-out. Uh, and Hi, my sister, Andrew. Sophia. I've got to tee up uh, to get her on as a guest, actually. So I've got to try and organize that to happen. Um, if anyone wants to be a guest on the show, we're not that big yet. So we're still, you know, at <laughs> peasant level. So if you want to come onto the show, be sure to come onto the show. That's fine. Just let us know at Kent and the steering team. Yep. Yeah, or, or, yeah. or email us at Kent and the steering team at gmail.com. Oh, yeah, we have email. Yeah, we forget we have email. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's 2017. We, we want guests on the show. We've already got our guest booked for episode 10 when we get to it. Oh, yeah, that's going to be fun. I'm so excited for that episode. I'm not. I, it, of good. course you're not. And the mere fact that you're not like, who is this? By the way, it's uh, it's Phil's favorite fan who's coming on, so that should be entertaining. And by fan, we mean for me, arch nemesis. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's everyone has to have one, and I have mine, and he has his. Yes, and we are each other's. So we'll we'll see. I'll have a ringside bell going here. Oh man! Oh yeah, of course. (laughs) That is six episodes from now. Again, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to contact us. It is. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I thought you were... Yeah, contact us. This is... Uh... I wasn't finishing. Oh, sorry, Phil. Yeah, go on. <laughs> no, I wasn't finishing. <laughs> no, I mean, I wasn't oh, you're wrapping not it up. Sorry. That's yeah, for Skype you to do. Skype actually does have a weird thing. Guys, we're doing this on Skype. It sounds good. I know, but it's kind of weird. But uh, yeah, this is episode four. Uh, contact us on all those aforementioned avenues. You know, much love to all my friends. Uh, much love to all our fans. Uh, yep. That's all, I think. Yeah, Emmanuel. Oh. I'll leave it to you. What is the magic word that we finish on? Please know it. Uh-huh. Uh We'll see you next time. No, it starts <laughs> with Y. It starts with Y. The middle oh, letter yep. is E. Oh yeah. No, yep. say it again. Ready, set, go. Say it. Yep. Yep. That's it, right? <laughs>